0: Hi filmmakers, Jason Brubaker with Filmmaking Stuff, where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. I'm talking to you from sunny Southern California, and I'd like to welcome you to the show. Today I want to talk to you about film funding and distribution, and specifically how you navigate these uh, things. And... um, And today my goal is to talk about these things. The reason why I want to talk about how to navigate film funding and distribution is because I really look at the landscape of independent film and I always see film funding and distribution being opposite sides of the same coin. Um, And this was evidenced a few weeks back when I asked the Filmmaking Stuff community, um, the Filmmaking Stuff Facebook community, which if you're not part of, you want to go over to Facebook right now and type in Filmmaking Stuff, and become part of the community, but I asked, you know, hey, what's the biggest challenge that you face as a filmmaker? And minutes later, you know, if I looked at all the responses, it became quite clear that there were two things that were really uh, serving as obstacles for filmmakers. The first one was film funding. The other one was movie distribution. And as I mentioned. There are opposite sides of the same coin and it makes a whole lot of sense. I remember when I was starting out, I would go um, to bookstores and I would try to find books that would help me understand film funding and film distribution and, and those resources at the time left a lot to be desired and, and I'll get to that in a second, but you know... Uh, it's it's obvious, let's let's talk about film funding. You know as an independent filmmaker that you need money to make a movie. It's like you're an entrepreneur and you're starting a company. So you need to hire cast and crew, you need to hire people that are gonna help you make your movie a reality. And your independent filmmaking challenge here is obviously finding the money. So going back to my bookstore days, you know, if you read any of the books out there, the solutions always almost always involve some sort of ridiculous scenario where you either hire a seasoned producer to raise the money. Wouldn't that be nice? Or you find somebody with disposable income like a doctor or a dentist or I don't know, fill in the blank. I'm sure you've heard this useless nonsense as well. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of it. So let me share with you some non-magical solutions uh, to fund your film. And notice I did not say easy. What I'm about to share is not easy and a little caveat, uh, kind of a disclaimer. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a financial planner. I'm not Um, even equipped or or authorized or um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for Um, I'm I'm not offering legal advice right Uh, okay good I'm glad I got that out of the way Uh, but let let me give you five steps to making a movie right Um, from a film funding standpoint Uh, you want to write or acquire a great script Uh, number two is you want to break your script into a schedule and a budget Uh, Number three, from the budget, you create a business plan that outlines how you're going to make, market, and sell your movie. Number four, you're obviously going to hire a qualified – that's the word I was looking for. You're going to hire a qualified legal tax um, business professional to help you draft a private placement memorandum. That's actually going to come – Presumably from your attorney. Um, But you track, you draft a PPM, you get advice from the attorney on the proper legal way to go out and approach uh, prospective investors, which happens to be number five. You approach prospective investors and you ask for the money. And it's not any more complicated than that. This is sales 101. You get people on the phone, you build a relationship, build rapport, you say, This is what I got. They say, Yay or nay. So, Even though I'm breaking this entire film funding process down into five basic steps, you know, everything that I just described might take you weeks, it might take you months, it might even take you a little bit over a year or more, you know, to get your movie fully funded. So when you're at this stage, you know, your indie filmmaking challenge is to decide whether or not you want to keep going for your dream project or whether or not you want to scale back that blockbuster movie, put it in a drawer for a while, and focus on making a smaller movie. It's a little bit more scaled down, but a feature film. Now, I personally think it's better to make a feature than wait around for everything to be perfect. A lot of people use, you know, they're big. A lot of people have this screenplay for a multi-million dollar movie and they let that serve as a way to procrastinate on their career. Um, and if, if you're in that situation, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're doing because I used to do it too got this big thing you're working towards, but you can't do anything else because you're working towards this big thing. Well, I tell you that's a bunch of hooey. Uh, what I want you to do is I want you to put that big blockbuster in a drawer and focus on the movie that you can make this year. How do you do it? Ask yourself this question. Given the resources I have right now, what is the movie that I can make this year? Now, whether or not you want to scale down your project, you know, you're going to, only you can decide what's right for you. But regardless of the scope and scale of what you're going for, If you involve prospective investors, most of them are going to want to know how they are going to benefit from your movie. And the basic thing to remember here is that each prospective investor is looking for a different type of benefit. They're looking for a different type of payoff. So some of your nerdy investors are going to want a financial return. Um, Those are the people that I'd be worried about because I'm going to be honest, you know, making money back on a movie is very, very, at times, highly unlikely. Um, It's very challenging uh, and, you know, it's a risky investment. So you always want to disclose that and I'm sure uh, your qualified legal business tax advisor would agree with me. Um, But here's the other flip side is a lot of these people, even though that they've been successful in other businesses, they want to come over to the filmmaking world because they think it's sexy. And everybody kind of wants to know somebody working in the film world. So you could provide that avenue and, and those people are out there. So... How do you figure out what people want? Well, you got to do more listening than talking. If you go into a meeting, uh, let's say that you go into a meeting and you want to talk about oranges, right? You want to go in to meeting, your whole objective is to talk about oranges, and all your prospective investor wants to talk about is apples. What are you going to do? You're going to force them to talk about oranges when all they want to do is talk about apples? No, you're going to shift the conversation to emphasize the apples. And I'm not talking about being deceptive here, but I'm talking about, you know, even if you're selling the same product, you gear that product towards what the investor is most interested in. So if they want to talk about apples, you talk about apples, right? You don't force them the other way. And anyway, the way that you do this is you go on and on and on. You're going to meet, um, you know, you're probably going to meet with like 50, 100, maybe even more prospective um, investors, before you actually find a yes, so you got to get out there and start collecting no's. It's a sales 101. So, whether or not the investor cares about a financial return, which they probably do, um, probably will very quickly realize that it's, it's a risky investment, or Even for the investors that just want to have a piece of the filmmaking action, you know, for the sexiness, they're all going to ask you what your plans are for marketing, sales, and distributing the movie. In other words, what's your plan for making them their money back, right? And so this leads me to address uh, the next point in your biggest independent filmmaking challenge which is distribution. Now if you're just getting to know me I've worked in film distribution for the better half of my career so it's something I know a lot about and let me just hop into it by giving you a little bit of context. There was a time back in the day when film distribution required somebody coming along picking up your movie in exchange for a tremendous outlay of cash but those days for the most part with very little exception are over. There are thousands of filmmakers flooding the market every week with cheaply produced backyard indies. DVD distribution has been replaced by video-on-demand distribution. And traditional distributors, you know, with minor exception, these traditional distributors no longer offer minimum guarantees. So I know a lot of this sounds pretty wacky, right? Wrong. You know, there's a lot of traditional distributors out there that even though the world's changing, they still pretend that it's 1995 and the avenues to the marketplace are limited. And the only way that you can reach the marketplace is through them. But I'm here to tell you that that's a bunch of hooey. For example, getting your movie into Amazon or iTunes or any of the other, um, some of the very other uh, popular video-on-demand outlets out there, oftentimes it's simply a matter of choosing one, um, of the popular encoding houses or, or um, some of the upfront payment video on demand aggregators like Distriber. Um, by the way, if you want a discount on Distriber, go to Distriber.com forward slash FS. That's short for filmmaking stuff. Distriber.com forward slash FS. Um, I do a lot of consulting for Distriber. I used to be their director of operations. Um, they still sponsor me and pay me to promote. Uh, so anyway, that's a little tidbit there. Um, but anyway, Using some of these services, you can actually get into the popular video-on-man marketplaces without giving up back-end equity. Um, And by the way, I cover a ton of this kind of stuff that I'm talking about today, for those of you interested, in my Sell Your Movie system. You can get that at HowToSellYourMovie.com. So visit HowToSellYourMovie.com. But the bottom line of all this stuff is you no longer need a traditional distribution deal to grant you access to the marketplace. Especially if the deal sucks, right? If the deal's not good, don't take the deal. So let me give you some steps. And this is only three steps to getting distribution. Number one, probably most important, and this is part of your initial business plan, is you need to create a marketing plan that you control. You need to create a marketing sales and distribution plan that you control, that nobody else has control over. Because you can't bank on some third-party distributor to come along and pick up your movie you got to think about yourself as an entrepreneurial filmmaker. You're creating a product. How are you going to take it to market? And that leads us to number two. Get your movie into the popular video-on-demand platforms like Amazon, iTunes, and and there's quite a few other ones out there. There's VHX, there's PivotShare, there's Vimeo. um, And I'm sure by the time you're reading this, there's going to be a gazillion more that have come into the marketplace. And number three, come up. Um, This has to do with, number one, incidentally, but you got to come up with an advertising strategy that pays for itself and provides a profit. Now, once again, I've oversimplified this, right? i I got a lot more info on this if you go to howtosellyourmovie.com, but your filmmaking challenge in this stage of the game is creating a strategy that makes sense for your movie, right? You need to move enough units of your movie to recoup the initial investment and show a profit on top of that. Otherwise, you're gonna be operating in a loss and nobody wants to lose money um, because that's not good business. So if you're like most independent filmmakers, you wanna prove that this works, right? You want video on demand sales projections to show your prospective investors. The truth is most investors are gonna see your projections as fluff. And the reason for this is simple. Just because one movie was a success on iTunes does not mean that your movie is going to have similar success. And so there I said it. The More, more important than any video on demand sales projections is figuring out how you will leverage video on demand sales to sell more movies. In short, there's some old-fashioned direct mail formulas that are going to serve as an awesome starting point for actual scenarios. And you can utilize these direct mail formulas in your business plan. And the cool part about this is any savvy investors are going to understand what you're talking about. Um, What's a direct mail thing? Well, it's like you send out a thousand postcards uh, in direct mail and you know that only like one one quarter of a percent of people are actually going to buy. So how many postcards do you have to send out? And what price point do you have to choose in order for you to recoup your investment? And obviously the postcards have to be accounted for. I'm oversimplifying it. In the digital era, we're talking about pay-per-click advertising. We're talking about email campaigns. We're talking about something called solo ads where you go out to other filmmakers and you get them to mail, email their list because uh, they like your movie and, and your movie appeals to their target audience and they happen to be in between projects. I mean, these are just some of the things that you can do, right? Um, but all of these things, you can put all of them in your business plan. And so this is going to help you plan both your financing and your distribution strategy. And it's going to also think of yourself as an entrepreneur running your own mini movie studio. Because, you know, look, let's face it, that's not hyperbole. You really are an entrepreneurial filmmaker running your own mini movie studio. And so if you plan to make, market, and sell movies, hopefully today's podcast helps you. You now have the technology to take your filmmaking dreams to the big screen. And the best part is you don't have to ask me or any other film professional for permission. But you do have to take action. You do have to make things happen. And as I stress to you in just about every filmmaking podcast, nobody's going to do it for you. So again, when you're ready, which is probably today, that you're at a stage where you want to start planning your distribution strategy Visit HowToSellYourMovie.com and I'll be there to help you out. Um, This has been another filmmaking podcast. I'm Jason Brubaker of FilmmakingStuff.com. Always feel free to shoot me an email at Jason at FilmmakingStuff. And as always, take action and make your movie now.